you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. Tag everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hole and None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me words and my neighbor DJE Mr. Dodie Fayade. On tonight's podcast, Cantley and Zan quietly close the door in New Orleans. We will dive into that and all things BLC leaderboard. But first, Johnny, let's cozy right in because we had a golden wedding for a golden nose. <laughs> Yes. Hey. Hey, man. Uh, eight years in the making, nine years in the making. Oh. I just saw uh, one of the stories on ESPN.com was Dustin Johnson and Paulina Gretzky tie the knot. The couple have been engaged since 2013. <laughs> <laughs> nine tumultuous years. Yeah, took a long place for that uh, venue to open up. Their, long ways. Their son's like damn near driving now, right? <laughs> the oldest one? No, not quite. But, uh, he was definitely buying his dad's shots there. How many like undercover like that never made it out to the public light uh, breakups do you think they had in that nine years? <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Hey, a lot of ups, a <laughs> lot of downs. It's good, clean living, hard life. Well, I, I we, must be tough going net jets everywhere. I know. Yeah, that's that's the one thing about that net jets commercial that DJ does. It's like I'm you know, going by myself. Go, go, yeah, not only is he on the plane by himself, but it's not like. NetJex helps me get from one city to the next to do my job, you know, play professional golf. It's like, so when I want to go on vacation, it's it's not, it's not. Hey, yeah, I can go from fucking Florida to California and play next week in the fucking event. It's so when I want to go on vacation, and then he's by himself. <laughs> We're going to Bangkok. Get to leave everyone behind. Yeah, motherfucker is going to get a lady boy uh, in a bag. Uh, just kidding. Uh, totally, JK. Yeah, no, but you know, obviously, we we highly talked. We talked about that bachelor joint bachelor party that they went on. You know, the cocaine orgy that they had there in Aspen. <laughs> yes. Uh, then you know, obviously, this event was a week long, uh, full of full of like a you know, bridal shower. I don't know if you know DJ went fishing, <laughs> which we didn't talk about that last week. But uh, I guess DJ went fishing before he went to the wedding was some on some farm in like Kentucky or Tennessee. Eastern Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> West Memphis. Yeah. It's a Morgan Wallen's place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I love a DJ throughout the seven years of planning. Pauline, I want one thing and one thing only. Kid Rock Kid Rock <laughs> sings the first song we dance to. You understand me? <laughs> no one else. You don't think Wayne or Janet had something to do with that? <laughs> I bet the Janet. The classiest wedding ever was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Hey, <laughs> have a kid. Is it kid or... Stand up, <laughs> Mr. We'd like to have Kid Rock come up stage. My <laughs> name is Kid, Mr. Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's saying "Ba with the Ba" was the, the the song they danced to. <laughs> Cowboy, <Mere> twenty years ago. <laughs> why? Why was Kid Rock at their reception? 
<laughs> I'm telling you, had to be Janet Gretzky. That that old he's the old up. bitch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah. So the other thing, you know, they posted the pictures. Uh, you you sent me uh, the one of them turned around, you know, looking at the camera and DJ's <laughs> DJ's just got a stare and looking in the camera. Uh, and then very sensual. The, the other one where they're like in a gazebo and they're just standing there, and like Paulina is like wearing like a see through like dress. You can like see her like. Yeah, it's like a clear diamond dress with like a bathing suit type bottom. That's like, I, I don't know what that was. It was Vera Wang, darling. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How How do you think Wayne's coped with like the last eighteen years of his daughter just being a total whore? Oh, uh, just a lot of <laughs> vodka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he plays. He drinks like a Russian. Yeah. Plays like a Canuck. I, I saw. I saw him on a podcast recently, and he, the years have not been too kind to old Wayne. He looked. He looked pretty rough. Did he? <laughs> I mean, he didn't look like, uh, you know, I guess I'm trying to think of like a comparable athlete later on his Skinny career. fat kid. Yeah, but I mean, fuck. Hockey's a physical sport, so I mean, I guess it's a, just a blessing he doesn't have like CTE or something. Yeah, you remember the uh, the old ABC Wild World of Sports and they had like the athletes racing each other in different things and he raced Pele and uh, like some other uh, what, on, celebrity like athletes. No, <laughs> on Real Runaway, but he runs... He, he was, he was he was a quick little son of a bitch. Beat him? Yeah, oh my god. He made Pele look like a 50-year-old man, which he probably was at the time, but yeah. Um well, I I just I, I it's funny because obviously we know who wasn't at the wedding. You know, I think it was a small but large get together. Like I can I think Jenna was on her bachelorette party, so you know Brooks and Jenna didn't get invited. No. Uh, god no. All the guys that were playing in in New Orleans obviously didn't get invited. Does DJ have any real friends? No, mom, not on, not on tour. Yeah, just backstage at Kid Rock shows. Yeah, that's why Kid Rock was there. It's like, hey, I want to invite my good friend and best man, Kid Rock, to come up and <laughs> sing a song for us. <laughs> he he farted Austin for Kid Rock as the best man. <laughs> Sorry, Austin. Kid Rock's gonna caddy now. And then, uh, uh, I guess Paulina's you know best woman, maid of honor, was that gay dude friend of hers, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Because all the other girls just fucking hate her. With the chiseled chin. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him. <laughs> what a chin that guy's got. He's kind of got the blue steel problem. He's got one look in every picture. It's like... Yeah, nice painted on beard. I'm beautiful. <laughs> he, he is. <laughs> I got to imagine he really likes guys. <laughs> He's the, they did like a cartoon drawing for all the people on the bridal party at like the bachelorette party and it was all girls and jeremy old jeremy <laughs> you know his name do you like him jeremy cohen <laughs> of course yeah i mean i i've been on his instagram page a couple times you want to see if he wants to be a guest picker on the show <laughs> yeah he's like i'll take dustin <laughs> Uh, well, who else are you going to pick? Uh, Austin, his brother. Well, he doesn't play. He just carries the bag. Um, no. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think they gave as, like, party favors? you think they had little Coke bags they were handing out at the party? <laughs> it's like, oh, here, they're, instead they're, of confetti, here's a little Coke bag. They're those uh, party shades that have the, the nose on it, and they're all painted gold. <laughs> yes. With the mustache. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Golden nose glasses. I gotta imagine. Uh, do you think you know it's still it's still tradition for a woman's dad to pay for the wedding? Do you think that Wayne footed the whole Wayne's bill? Like, Fuck that! <laughs> yeah, DJ was like, 
uh, like DJ doesn't know where like the fucking two hundred million he that's probably why, has. That's why it's been seven years. It's been going back and forth with who's going to pay for this shit. <laughs> Negotiations. Yeah. It's been nine. <laughs> nine <laughs> wonderful. Two. Nine wonderful years. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of Ryder Cup cuck parties. Yeah, no, it, and that's uh, that's the other like kind of funny thing that I, I thought about is is that letter <laughs> that they show. They it was on Instagram, like Paulina posted the letter that DJ wrote. I've been counting the seconds <laughs> down till I could marry you. Till I could put this fucking wedding behind me and actually concentrate on golf. Yeah. Again. No wonder the last two like since the Masters in, in you know November twenty twenty, he hadn't been the same. It's because he's been having to deal with that bitch planning this thing the whole time. It's, that, it's not very far-fetched to think <laughs> like that, yes, that is absolutely what's going on. I swear to God, if that was Dustin Johnson's real handwriting, I have to go back to school. I need to go back to elementary school if that was his actual handwriting, because that was beautiful, beautiful penmanship. You know, what Choppy said, that was his whore that wrote the note for him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was his girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> that was real sweet of her. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I also loved the... The picture of, of him before the week before with the fish that he was happier holding in that picture, holding those two beautiful, like, uh, you know, Mahi fish than he ever was holding any trophy or any picture he's been in with Paulina. Yeah, he knew he wasn't gonna have to speak into a microphone or anything like, <laughs> oh, just don't make me talk, please. Yeah. Hell, look at these fish. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just a picture, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that and he was maybe that was his bachelor party. Just his real one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Paul, and just so you know, a weekend before the wedding, I'm going fishing. <laughs> yeah, which I guess, you know, it's, congratulations to them. But oh. it, it's funny because, like, you know, we had talked, we had brought up talking about weddings, and, and I thought that this was, whenever I heard about the... Uh, it kind of sprung on us. <laughs> whenever I heard... Last that, Thursday, really. <laughs> well, when we the story broke about the infamous weed wedding, I just assumed that was DJ and Paulina's <laughs> wedding. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know that what I'm talking is, about here? <laughs> yeah, and I just got to say, like, that is a sadistic move on that bride's part. Yeah, so obviously Words and I talked about this. Uh, this broke just after last week, but apparently in it was somewhere in Florida, I think, which obviously shit like this happens in Florida. That's why it could have been down there Only in place. It could have been in Jupe Town for, for them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, a cater and a bride got arrested uh, and charged for lacing the wedding food. Like the entire reception like meal was laced with weed, like cooked in weed and like 13 people went to the hospital jen and brooke said they were going to do it at their wedding so we just did it at ours <laughs> just for the record it wasn't dj and paulina's wedding but we would love to think it was damn right um but yeah i i, I heard like some 911 calls that were played on the news from it and it was like i'm not sure what's going on right now but i think somehow i ingested drugs i am not well <laughs> yeah it's like everyone kind of at least i think most people listening to this definitely words and i know the feeling of eating a little too much of an edible being paranoid <laughs> out in public is just not a fun a fun deal but i mean especially if you don't like you know every time it's happened to me it's been like okay yeah i put myself in this spot so no one to blame but this one it's like if someone else does it to you that is that's a violation yes and especially like you know not knowing that you're like oh what the why am i feeling this way like i feel crazy right now but um speaking of something along the same lines of my own similar experience regarding taking too much of an edible it wasn't me and i will let that person remain nameless but early on in the days of legal marijuana in colorado we're up there uh one summer kind of there with a, some friends um we have reservations to go to this really nice like white tablecloth steak place that they cook the steak like in a pan right next to you like it's cool um Waiter, waiters all wearing tuxedos. So 
we end up kind of wanting to get a little high before we go there. Uh, so there's this chocolate bar that people are passing around. Like, of course, I smoked before. Uh, but <laughs> just just get yourself warmed this up. chocolate bar is back there, and we, like, turn around. We're like, hey, you didn't. Like, where's the rest of that? It's, like, it's the person that I'm talking about. It's like, well, I ate it. And, like, you ate the whole fucking thing? And it's like, you were supposed to eat one square. You know, it's, like, cut like a Hershey's yeah. deal. Yeah. And so next thing you know, we're, like, getting ready to go to dinner and – this person is completely zonked out of their fucking mind. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Um, they're okay. They're okay. They just had a little too much to drink today when we were on the golf course. It's, not, um, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Because at that point in time, we didn't want uh, my mother-in-law knowing that we were all high. Um, and no, so how could she tell? We go to this. We, <laughs> she can, No one knows we're stoned yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, just be cool. And she's like, I'm going to get on to them for serving her that much. We're like, no, no, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Um, so ends up uh, they get up they go to the bathroom at the restaurant it's like oh shit uh hopefully they're okay and a few minutes goes by still gone so it's like hey uh jewel why don't you go check on her or them i don't want to give away too much what's going on it's here they dick they we were there with a transgender no i'm just joking <laughs> uh, so the jewel goes and checks on the friend of ours in the bathroom and it's a single stall bathroom, like one toilet, no stall, like open the door and there's a toilet sink, everything. When she opens the door, the, all of the lights are off in the bathroom and <laughs> they are asleep on the rug in the middle of the bathroom. Namaste. At, at the steakhouse. Yeah. So thank God it was, like thank that. God it was one of our friends that walked in there and not an employee. Cause yeah. they would have been like, this girl is dead. <laughs> no. She's listening to her body. She needs a little rest. So we were able to get her escorted out to the car to where she slept off and missed the very nice, or they slipped off and missed the very nice dinner that we had. Oh, so well. That was a great story. And hey, <laughs> still a great experience, it was even great. if you didn't eat the food. Yeah, no, we, the rest of us had a great time. And then she, they woke up the next morning like, what the fuck happened <laughs> after like 4 p.m. yesterday? What year is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, are we, are we not in Oklahoma right now? Fuck. So yeah, that that goes along with the whole weed wedding there. Wow, so, just my own experience. Yeah, I was fine though. I was I handled it great. So what we need is local flavor. Yeah, all I had was like, I, I was fucking. Great. I had like you I had, had like two brandy ices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had like eight glasses of wine at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you need me to drive back? No, I didn't. But anyways, that's that. Oh man. Golden Nose Wedding. I mean, it's hard to move past that. What's next? Um, well, I guess, did you see that it made news big time this week that both Tiger and Phil registered for the PGA at uh, next month here in Oklahoma at Southern Hills? Yeah, and Phil also threw in the, the Live Entertainment. Yeah, Live, uh, live Golf, yes. the he, PGA Tour? Yeah, it's, uh, I guess, the first week of June in London, and Phil also, they're calling that, asked for a release from the PGA Tour to play in it. So... On the Southern Hills and PGA, obviously, I think they both got to do it. Imagining the defending champion not playing just because he's in a fucking <laughs> hole somewhere. Quietly suspended. Yeah, exactly. Wh whatever it might be. If he doesn't play, I, it leads me to think it's because he's suspended. Um, Tiger, on the other hand, and we talked about this before, even before the Masters, I got to think his, his leg's getting better every day. So five weeks removed from the Masters when, yes, making the cut was a great, great story. Played great in round one, but 
you could just fucking tell Saturday, Sunday, he was definitely not even close to 100%. So I think it's building up the strength to figure out if he's going to be able to do it instead of just waiting and going to the Open. Which, even at that, I think he's got to play... He's playing in the that, US pro, Open that pro-am deal in Ireland. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's even, you know, there's still the U.S. Open between those two, right? right? I don't think he's there's any chance he's doing the U.S. Open. Um, but the PGA, it, you know, it gives him the option. It gives him the option to kind of just keep going after it and, like, giving himself until the week of to kind of maybe say, no, I can't do this. But, I mean, if things continue to progress for him, I mean, a, a major that he's actually won at Southern Hills, you know, it is a tough course to walk, but I think that he would do it. It's knowing it's first competitive as Tiger is. Yeah, so I, I've gotten a couple things. I guess this weekend he is hosting the Tiger Jam out in Vegas. Oh man, I believe that's out at Shadow. Which, that might set him back a few weeks. Actually, <laughs> need to holler, need to holler at Tom or my boy R. Scott and get out to Shadow this weekend and just, just literally like fly hide, on the wall, hide in a locker. <laughs> Surprise! I'm sorry, you were the hooker. Is, hey. is Paige here? Where is she? Uh, yeah, but Tiger, God, based on that documentary on HBO, he probably, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I hope Erica's not going with him. That might get him back in his winning ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, that and apparently he's prepping for some sort of uh, scouting trip at Southern. So I, I texted our good friend, Ran, who's a member there, and I said, let's go hide somewhere and just wait for him. Just wait. And jump out. <laughs> yeah. like, that's hey! secu- <laughs> like that security guard that slide tackled him. <laughs> yeah. Man, talk about a cuck, dude. He's lo- that is the luckiest man on earth, yeah. right there in the universe. Can yes. you imagine if he broke Tiger's ankle? <laughs> Wasn't that the year that Tiger won? Wasn't that 19? <laughs> That's something like if that had been done in Venezuela, like they would have just shot and killed him <laughs> on the spot. Like, sorry, Venezuela. you obviously don't have what it takes to be a human on this earth. No, if you're gonna pull that shit around Tiger's precious cargo. Cargo, yeah. No, I, I, I really, I think he is going to play at Southern. I could give a fuck if Phil defends his championship. He doesn't stand a chance. But You, you know, don't care. That's that's interesting. It'd be, it would be weird. Uh, it would be weird. I think he should play. I, I, I wouldn't hold it against him. But, you know, I've been on the whole train ever since this thing happened. Like, like fuck Phil. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, just fuck <laughs> I it. love it. Fuck it. Who cares? He dug his Throw own hole. shit on him. He yeah. dug his own grave. He did. Not to pile on, but, yeah, we, we've seen this coming for a while. Yeah. But I, I, I think it would be a shame for the oldest major champion of all time to go out on the terms that he went out on and not even be able to defend his championship, which I wouldn't give him much of a chance to probably even make the cut, but we'll see what might the, as well give him a chance to prove us wrong. Is it Liv Golf? Yeah, Liv Golf. God, what an Rob awful Norman. name. L-I-V. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just L-I-V, but Liv. Well, apparently, uh, Greg, was it Greg who came out and said they've got 15 of the top 100 in the world committed to playing? I mean, obviously, they yeah. got to get out of some releases, I would think. But You know what I say? Show your faces! Yeah. Who are you? Well, and that's what's funny. You know, obviously, we talked about last week, Garrigus was one of the first ones to kind of become public. Now, Phil. The only guy with a set of balls on him is Garrigus. But are, both of those guys, if I'm not mistaken, I think Phil, just because of his PGA win, like, that vaulted him from the depths of hell as far as the world rankings are concerned. Like, Phil's He's world... top 100. Yeah, it, it, you'd be surprised if you looked and saw what Phil's world ranking is right yeah. now. So that's got to be one of them. Garrigus is well, I mean, f- I would think 500 in the world. I mean, I don't know. How many of those top 100 sit between, like, 70 and 100? I don't know. It's probably several guys we never heard of before. Kind of like when, like, Andy Sullivan was, like, 24th in the world. I'm like, who the fuck is that? 
and Phil. I mean, what if Phil like wins back to back weeks, four million dollars? <laughs> He's like, "Fuck you guys!" He's like, hey, whoever wants to come out here, <laughs> it's scary times, man. It could happen. Yeah, I mean, these guys are scary, but they're fucking checks cash. <laughs> I don't know, man. Really rich guys get really petty about shit like that. I bet. I mean, how could you not? Yeah. I just, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see once the name, like we've been talking about it for months now. More names. Like now we have Phil and Garrigus, but one, are they going to get released? I mean, I think Garrigus has like, I don't even think he's a, has full status. So it's like, yeah. What does he have to lose? Nothing. Yeah. You absolutely take the deal if you're yeah. Robert Garrigus. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, get old Ganey over there. <laughs> we looked up. We looked up. We looked up. At the, we looked up at the leaderboard. <laughs> oh. Again, I say this every week. I thought I died and went to hell when I saw Garrigus and, and Tommy, Tommy Ganey, Ganey like in second. Oh my God! For a brief moment in time, and then they blinked and saw where they were on the scoreboard. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah. give, me, give me that dugout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they they went sixty-one seventy-eight. <laughs> that alt shot can get real. Touchy. Yes. They, that was not yes. really reported last week, and I would like to know like, if there were any teams where it got testy between teammates. Like, I heard somebody talking about Terrell, and, 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 uh, or I guess it would have been uh, Tommy and Sergio. Oh, like, yeah, I could see them getting lippy. Like, I, I guess they won't, they won't see each other until the Ryder Cup. I apparently. mean, he's going to put me in his spot like this. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Unbelievable. And then Tommy's just like, oh, I'm going to go cry to my 50-year-old wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tommy's getting a point in him. <laughs> yeah, he and his stepson that's almost his age are having pints out of the round. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's about all I got on the casting couch words. Very good. Well, oh. we're, we're kind of right into the Zurich already. Well, I got to tell you one funny joke that I did here as far as just this is one thing I had to throw in at some point on the show, and it's a joke, and it's this is like a kid joke, but corn, corny <laughs> oh my, kid joke. Oh, good. Ready? Good Lord. What do you call it when Batman skips church? Skip man. Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> my 13-year-old niece told me that. I was like, that is fucking great. <laughs> That is incredible. Anyways. That's a great dad joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Using that one. <laughs> Anyways. I may have to give the old Christian Bale this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, when you're at church. <laughs> or, no. no. I'm teeing it up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. All right, so yeah, the Zurich words. Zurich. Your boys. Your- Cantley. Got the free Cantley swing. And, um... I mean, kind of a weird win. They got out to a ginormous lead starting right on Thursday, right? And um, it was up to five strokes Saturday night. And then during the alternate shot on Sunday, they just kind of do what they've been typically doing on Sunday recently and not closing the door, not looking like they wanted to really do it. Cantley, I would say, kind of carried the crew. Xander wasn't, didn't have the flat stick rolling. Uh, You know, he, it's funny how an alternate shot, like you find yourself in positions where like more often than not, like the same guy is putting for the, for the putt that you need several holes in a row. And it was like Xander missed makeable putts for par on like consecutive holes. And then he missed a chance for birdie also within close to that. So like. His flat stick wasn't working, which traditionally Xander is a pretty goddamn good putter. Yes. And that might be why prior to this he hadn't won in what like a thousand something days which i heard the argument it's like okay it's a pga tour win but does xander still feel like 
the next time he has a lead. I mean, yes, he closed out the Olympics, but like he hasn't been in that position. Last time he was, I think, was when he choked at Phoenix, Phoenix. a year and yeah. a half ago. And so it's like, what does that do for his psyche move forward? It can't hurt, I don't think, but does it change it much? Well, he knew he needed him. He's like, can't Lee take it over? And he was a ball striking <laughs> dude on the whole time. I mean, he played a great tournament. He has been trending in that direction. He just kind of got a little bit unlucky in the playoff against in Hilton Head. Yeah. Even knocking on the door a little bit. And, and just we, we talked about it too. Like, you know, I, I top four player in the world. At the point of time where I said, um, you know, he was basically. I had said he was the best player in the world, and then Scotty Scheffler obviously comes out of nowhere, but I was saying that more because he was playing better than John Rahm at the time. And since then, he's lost in a playoff to Scotty Scheffler in February, and now he's lost in a playoff to Jordan Spieth in April, and then he wins by almost basically putting the team on his back, more or less. I mean, he got more help than just Jason Day and Jason Shriver, (laughs) but... (laughs) Um, Scrivener. I just think that it's uh, there's a lot to be said about the way Cantlay is still playing, almost like completely under the under like under the radar. Yep. So, um, but uh, it did get dicey. So they broke the they broke the two ball or the best ball scoring record on Thursday, fifty nine, and then they turn around and, and tie the previous record sixty on on Saturday. So they go fifty nine sixty in best ball. Uh, the that. 72 on Sunday is just what they had to do in alt shot, but the 68 in best ball that, that day was, or I'm sorry, alternate shot on Friday was, was really still good. fucking Solid. great. Yeah. So they went wire to wire. They did it. Right there on the wall. Words. Glad I took them. They, there wasn't, there was only like 15, 16 teams on them. Uh, I think it was like 27. Oh, yeah. That's there was like tw- 20 on Xander and like seven on Cantley. The fucking idiots who picked Cantley. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, there was, though, obviously, we'll get into this in a while, the person who won had them both, and that's that's the recipe for this fucking tournament. And and it's just whether or not you had, you got, I mean, is it worth it to pick guys like Morikawa and Hovland at this tournament? The guys that did, sorry, Chris, Tiger Strong did that. Those guys did not perform up to their level, uh, and they're, there's two picks lost for those guys. And would you take it for Zoics. what they made? I don't think so. Um, they didn't even fucking make... It's hard not getting one to take a, a risk right now. We're like kind of halfway through the season, almost halfway through segment two. It's like, God, I need to start making a few chess moves. And you kind of get, not desperate, but, you know, you're always looking for that edge. And with the team with the team format this week, it kind of offers you that. And you took advantage. Yes, I did. You're uh, almost there. Hey, almost, Johnny. They got uh, Billy Horschel and Sam Burns. Um, obviously, they cut it to one shot at one point on Saturday. Like, I literally fell asleep for a little bit when they were down five, and then I woke up, and within 15 minutes, they were down one. I'm like, what <gasps> the f- Go back to sleep. I was going to text Conrad you. Murray. And I was like, Andrew, if you text him. It's going to happen. You're going to lose. <laughs> so I didn't. Um, but words. The other thing that was killing me the whole weekend uh, outright third, Doc Redman and Sam Ryder teamed up for a good finish. And then for the longest time all week, my boy Wyndham Clark and Cam Tringali, they were right up there. They ended up uh, kind of flaking out on on Sunday. But seeing Redman and Clark in the top five heading into Sunday made me want to kill myself, <laughs> even though my guys were in a very good position. Lady Wendy Clark. Um, but words other than that, like I mentioned, Jason Day brings this guy, Jason Scrivener, out of basically nowhere to contend. They fell off on Sunday as well. But, um, you know, I, I really think that this format, yes, it is a little like 
just because it wasn't very close, it was kind of a runaway. If it would have been a closer tournament and they didn't have as big of a lead, Cantlay and Shoffley going into Sunday, I enjoyed watching the team golf. I do too. Yeah, it's fun. I think that there could maybe be, what, one or two more of these in the year? So I've heard people Maybe just, one one in the playoffs. Yeah, well, that and even talking about just making, you know, you could make a tournament somehow some sort of blend of team and individual all in one like they're going to do with the live golf they can use some of the strategy that live golf is going to do they're going to steal some hopefully it's going to be a dog fight um and i hope we've talked about it we want the power structure to stay here yes but abby we're we're open if live golf wants to you know start a fantasy league (laughs) yeah we'll play it's gonna be boring as shit though they're gonna have like 40 players there's not gonna be very many things to choose from you know yeah um, you're not going to be able to go fishing like this week in old Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. Um, so r- real quick before we get off of the Zurich words, a couple things. Garrett Higo, your boy. Lefty. And, and uh, Brandon Grace. I mean, Colt said something about it on the telecast on Sunday, but Garrett Higo's pants on Sunday were about his, <laughs> I mean, painted on. Hey, man. Freddie Mercury. Guy does some squats. He does not miss leg day. Yeah, they were they were right there for a little while. Obviously, it, there was too much cushion between them. But then, um, other than that, man, just so so surprised with the performance of Taylor Gooch, Max Homa, T twenty one. Pretty disappointing for those guys. Cameron Smith and uh, Mark Leishman, the defending champions, they were T twenty one. Ryan Palmer and Scotty Scheffler, T eighteen. Um, and then the biggest of all, T twenty nine for Victor and Colin. They only beat like one two. They beat like six teams, which is, well, after making the cut, which for them, I mean, obviously the three and four player in the world going in. So mm. pretty surprising. I think it's one of those things if you're not right there. I mean, they were they were down 10 strokes when they looked up on Saturday at one point. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, yep, may as well just eat and drink and be merry in Nolans. Yes, yes. They Hey, maybe they were the ones getting fucked up. They were the ones going to Patty Murphy's or Patty O'Brien's. I don't the know. It's, called. it's going to be a tough weekend for me to pull off, but you're, you're talking about a pivot from New Orleans to go back down south for a little late spring break in Puerto Vallarta <laughs> yeah. for the Mexico Open Championship. Yeah. Johnny, I'm pumped. It is, it is a shit field except for the very top. John Rom. Well, before we do that, should we go over last week's no, results? No, no, that was too good. <laughs> it was good. It was good. But, I mean, shit, let's just go over last week's results of the Fantasy League. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, in first place, Jim Smith. That's J. Smitty 8. And he was the one, the only one who did Cantlay and Shoffley. And he mixed in that Ryan Palmer who only made 40K, uh, believe it or not, $2.4 million. Oh, one other person made over $2 million. And that was, here. check out this trio, Bur- Burns, Horschel, and then Shoffley. So he got the all of the second place check and then the million dollars for the first place winner. So he made $2.1 million. That's Ginger Jesus, Eric Godsey's boy, Travis Risser, uh, who, was, who was just in the top 10 all last year. Um, a two-way tie for third. Blinken never left. That's Andrew Connor. And a league favorite, Matt Smith, Squirt for McGirt. That's one of his best finishes this year. A four-way tie for fifth. Worm burner, Chad Bone. Spackler squad, Michael Fitch, a former guest picker on this show. Get amongst it, Cooper Johnson. TBD was the last person. That is Clint Kievert, 
Other than that, there was ninth place, Taylor Ferguson, who's been there a lot. He was a guest picker already this year. Charlie's dad. And in 10th place, Grande Handicapos, Corbett Thompson, one of your high school brethren. My catcher, man. Those McGinnis boys are hey, holding a lot of spots up hit, there. Hitting the books. Hitting the books. Do the research. Um, so, yeah, that's the, 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 the finishers last week. Words. Uh, you actually finished just outside the top 10. You were number 11. And you're lucky I announced that I shouldn't have. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, but anyways, yeah, you finished 11th. You were 1.29 million in words. Even without a winning check, I still barely got over a million dollars. T39, 1,000,000. So I didn't lose too much ground, which is kind of nice. Two second place checks, baby. Um, so words, as far as the overall standings are concerned, no change up top. One and two are still the same. The beta soy boys are still clinging to the first place. That's Walker Milligan, but his lead has shrunk significantly. In second place, Roan Bird. He's only $339,000 behind. Up one spot to number three is OKC Francine, Derek Francine. I want to shake your hand, Ben Doherty, who said, I don't even know what I'm fucking doing making these picks. (laughs) He's in number four. So I know people who are fucking trying so goddamn hard. In the words of our boy TT, I've never tried so fucking hard at something and failed so miserably. So congrats on fourth. Enjoy it while it lasts, Doherty. Um, In fifth place, down two spots, one half of the Lester brothers, Jared Lester, and just behind him is the other half, Adam Lester. Mo Lester is in sixth. My God, back to back. Up two spots, even though I just talked shit about his uh, Morikawa and uh, Hovland pick, but he had Shoffley. Chris Strong, Tiger Strong, is up two spots to number nice seven. Nice, Tiger. Um, in eighth, Jay Black, 2021, Jordan Blackburn, down one spot. A guy who whose voice you heard just last week on this show, number nine, Dane Covey, the Dallas Sooners. And number 10, Burger Bus, Andrew Newberger, is up two spots. Words. Racing up the charts, continuing. You're all the way up to number 13. God help us. Lucky number 13, baby. Words, even after my T39, I jumped up 17 spots. I'm in number 29. So, uh, words, you and I are both inside the top 30. You're much higher than me. I am two, well, not quite $2 million. I'm $1.8 million behind you. A little less than 1.7-ish, so hell. And a lifetime in front of us, Johnny. A lifetime <laughs> of picking. Got a lot. This is Long pretty much way the to go. halfway point of segment two, I think, which yep. you're in second place. Who the fuck is in first? <laughs> yeah. I remember I remember last year in segment three, I was like, hey, I'm in fifth going into this, and then I finished like 50th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bad, one bad week, I felt like 40 spots, but it's crazy, man. Like, just from me, $1 million behind me like is, is 53rd. That's $1 million of separating 29 from 53. So that's fucking crazy. Um, it's like a knife fight in a telephone booth in there fighting for positioning, maybe. And it's just, <laughs> it's just going to get harder and more competitive. I read a story <laughs> recently about a knife fight in OKC that left one guy dead. It's like, who? what is the last knife fight you heard of? I'm telling you, man, going down in a knife fight would be a tough, tough scene. Uh, if I ever got in a knife fight, I already brought this up once, but I'd just be like, yeah, I just turn it into a fucking like West just Side Story Just try to laugh dance. it off. Use use your strengths. <laughs> use your comedy. Yeah. I was kidding when I called your girlfriend a whore. <laughs> oh no! I'll cut my own throat. I'm crazy. Okay. Anyways, All so right. that's the league standings, that's baby. It. Hey, 
Strap up. Like we said, this is like the halfway point. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you getting tired of this hey, shit yet? I, I, uh, no. No. <laughs> no. No, but the stress. Jesus Christ. The picking's hard. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If not the, for the podcast, from the picking. <laughs> yeah. Podcast. The, ah. the, gray, the gray hairs on my head definitely are not from my kid. They're from laboring on what, who I'm going to pick. 100%. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. And this week, like we said, John Rom, much better than everyone else. He's got to be pretty pissed off. And you could say he's due for a win. I think he's like anywhere from like five to one to four to one favorite, like which are numbers that you don't see, like Tiger Woods. 2002 yes. numbers yep. basically but again the field i believe he's the only player in the top 10 maybe even top 15 in the world there um so it's definitely slim pickings but you know those folks down in mexico love jean ram john ram damn right they do how could you not right i mean he is a badass like i said last week he's been traveling with his family everywhere and i think that that has kind of been wearing on him so uh, hopefully they got caught up in customs i mean you don't want to see kelly down there she'll be <laughs> in her bathing suit the whole time and he's not gonna get done when he needs to get done yeah no that's so that's the other thing you know like i bet a lot of the people that are in this field it's like hey let's take the family down yeah. let's have a good time uh, yeah fucking hey puerto Vallarta, baby camino real back in 97 man <laughs> come on <laughs> let's go uh, Senior Frogs. That's where I saw Eduardo Nahara come back on the court against Michigan State. <laughs> yes. Wait, were you really in Mexico? Carlos and Charlie's. Yes. <laughs> yeah. right. I yes, was in Hawaii. I remember break. where I was. I, I was in uh, Hawaii. How could anyone forget <laughs> when Eduardo Nahara emerged Concussed from the locker fuck. room? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Sanders was like, get the fuck back out here. You get back out here if you love this team. <laughs> yes. Don't make us send you back to Chihuahua, Mexico. Back when I was a drunk uh, college kid, I should say, I shouldn't say just a drunk because it'd be yeah. like, oh, when was that not? <laughs> yeah, back um, when you were in college. When I was in college, I went to Mexico twice uh, on spring break, and every time I'd get in a cab, I'd be like, uh, don't uh, tu conoces Eduardo Nahara? And they'd be like, oh, see, sí, Eduardo Nahara. And I'm like, yeah, I went to Oklahoma. And then I'm like, wait, I didn't speak. I went. <laughs> Vamanos. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could kill this kid in the back seat. Yeah. Do you have any blow? <laughs> Just go. Um, so, yeah, the words. The, the best thing that I've heard coming out of this week from the Mexico Open, uh, Grayson Murray and, and Kevin Na, you remember they had the infamous Twitter sp uh, spat a few months yeah, ago, like four months ago. Grayson said, God, walking them in can be a real... Real old, real fast. Yeah, and then Kevin Na said, you missing the cut gets real old. <laughs> Damn it! And basically, he's like, you wouldn't say that to my face. And then, so apparently, this week, yeah. on Kevin the range, Na did. Kevin Na came up to him and uh, apparently had some profanity-laced exchange with Grayson uh, Murray, to which, uh, I guess, Grayson Murray was on a podcast where he told this story, and he said, I guarantee every one of them could hear what he said, and the caddies. I went right up to his face and held my ground and told him I wasn't going to get suspended right now. If I wasn't going to get suspended right now, I'd drop his ass right there on the range. Um, and so, basically, Grayson Murray called it immature, what he had to say, and he was just basically trying to provoke him. It's golf. I'm going to move on. And like I said, I'm living rent-free in his head right now. I told him if he goes and plays in the Saudi League, no one's going to miss him on this tour. He also mentioned that he went, spent some time in... Uh, alcohol rehab last year last summer Grayson Murray did and had had this been when he was drinking he would have probably punched him in the face so <laughs> yeah I used to be a fucking You're drug an angry drunk, drunk. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm not anymore so I didn't punch him you would never see me on the course not wasted yeah so 
Uh, that's pretty fun. That is awesome. Kevin Na has been really, really outplaying him, though, i got to say. Eesh. Oh, yeah. Kevin Na's having a great year. What is Kevin Na not going to say something? I mean, he's been fucking on tour since, like, what, 17, just <laughs> grinding his dick off. Yeah. You think he's... Yeah, he might be scared, but uh, I guess Kevin Na just had, like, his third kid fairly recently, which I didn't realize that. I mean, within the last... Yeah. Eight months or something? Six months? So he was born in South Korea and moved to California kind of when he... I think pursued this thing and he, he broke off an engagement at one point. And so Ooh. like in South Korea, that is a grave dishonor. <laughs> and so like it was big, big kind of scandal. And then, so he got married later and had kids later. He's Served like, him well. He's like, please give me asylum United States. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ. No. Um, I wonder, maybe that was it. He got us citizenship so he wouldn't have to serve in the army. Sung Jay, here's looking at you. <laughs> Sung Jay, come on over. Words will be your sponsor. Please, God, you can live in our back bedroom. Absolutely. <laughs> well, he, hell, he lived with his parents until like a month ago. Oh, live in Wheezy's dollhouse. <laughs> I will feed you every morning. All right. Mexico? Yeah, what do you know about this course? Apparently, it's long. It is not like Chapultepec. I know Greg Norman designed it, he so I did. don't know why all these PGA guys <laughs> keep floating in little fucking carrots like, oh, come on, Greg. See, we're nice to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's do a 30 for 30 on how you choked, which I did watch. It was great. <laughs> yeah. The cockiest thing that he said, which is also like really resonated with me because it's true, was I have a much uh, deeper history at that place than a lot of guys who have jackets. And, uh, it's, it is true. It's crazy how many times he got there on a Sunday in these just unbelievably dramatic finishes and just came up short on all three. Um, the one I think that had to hurt the worst is not the Golden Bear, but the year after. The Sandy Lyle? Sandy, is it Sandy Lyle? Yeah. It's not Sandy Elliott. <laughs> and uh, as Peter Costas pointed out, you know, him shooting a 40 or maybe having three bogeys on the back um, second nine at Augusta that day is what really cost him. The 40 was against Bob Tway. The 40 on the, the back 40 nine on the was back. Yeah, it was yeah. three bogeys um, at Augusta. But, um, so yeah, that was entertaining, and we're at one of his courses, and it's a resort course, kind of what he's known for. So who's who plays resort courses really well? A lot of these guys. <laughs> yeah. It's, the, they did add a bunch of length and like 50 bunkers, so there's just over-bunkered everywhere, which is also sick. Nolman, signature design. Yeah. Shock. And it's going to be hot as fuck, so the ball's going to go probably pretty far regardless. Greens uh, are going to be real fuzzy, not going to break a lot. And um, so who, who's good at putting slow greens? Yeah. Um, and, you know, wide fairways. Resort courses are some of my favorites, words, because I, even when I get a little loose out spray. there, they can still find it, right? Yeah, so that's like the key with Rom. It's like, Okay, what's really going to separate him from everyone? What always does is the ball striking. But this is going to be—is it going to be like a putting contest, like the Amex when he was obviously very pissed off walking off the green on the hot mic? Yeah, yeah. Say we just goddamn petty fest, bullshit putting contest. <laughs> I think obviously this field should allow him to, the best chance to win because he's the best player. But the course is bringing everyone back into it because it's not. The Tory, of the, Tory if, Pines. If it was a very hard course in the same field, John Rahm would fucking run away. Yes. But I don't. You're not going to risk it. You're not going to risk it. No, what you're I'm saying. not taking John okay, Rahm. Okay, you're week. not going for the early bait. <laughs> no. I know. I think I know a lot of guys who are thinking about throwing a hail mary. Maybe like, oh, I don't think a lot of people are going to be on John Rahm this week. Well, words get he, fiery. He's in the first featured group. It's he, tough, and he's with Cameron Champ, another long ball hitter uh, who surprisingly had a top ten in the Masters, and Charles Howell the third. A cut maker. A cut maker, indeed. Never won on the PGA Tour. So, Words, you have three John Rahm picks. Are you going to throw one out there, you sick fuck? I am not. Good. I am not. 
It's going to be a crazy scene, though, if 30 guys get a million bucks on everyone else. Yeah, I mean, you said it best. Kelly's going to be there. I think he's going he's gonna to be thinking about something else. Tequila. Can you have a third, another kid while your wife is six months pregnant? Tequila and pute. Cameron Champ was kind of an intriguing thought in my head, but I couldn't go that far, and I've never considered picking Charles Howell III once, ever. I went Cam Champ. Oh! I did it. You said it yourself. Okay. They've added some really long holes to this golf course, and it's not just on the par fives, like being 600. There are a lot of over 450, 500-yard par fours, um, and Cam Champ averages 330 off the tee, so he's hitting eight iron still. And, um, you know, the putting here is, I think it's going to be, make it, it's going to open up the door for a lot of bad putters to have yes. even numbers yes. on strokes gained putting. So. No, without question, I, I thought about Cam, like, you know, this tournament, I think there's a much wider range of people you could really throw a Hail Mary at. I don't want to call Cam Champ a Hail Mary whatsoever. He's won twice on tour, but... He has been shitty this year, all year. and uh, But Augusta, top 10, that, that's basically huge. like a few top fives at other tournaments. 100%. And the last time he won, I think it was the 3M, he'd been, he'd been playing like shit, popped kind of the week before, or his tournament before, and then went on to win. So maybe he, that needs a little shot in the arm. I mean, no better place to get a shot in the arm than Augusta. He's got to be walking on any golf course thinking, I can fucking... Yep. Mess this place yeah, up. Fuck this, this place. resort course. What <laughs> what fuck resort is this? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Okay, so Cam Champ, I love it. Um, Words, the second featured group. We've got a guy who won the WGC Mexico a couple years ago when it was at Chapultepec. Um, Patrick Reed, who really is a shell of himself since that win. Um, I guess the last time he would have won was Torrey Pines last year when he cheated. Um, also playing with him. Georgia Bulldog, Brendan Todd, and Colombia's own, Sebastian Munoz. Munoz is an intriguing pick because he's long, pretty good out of the sand. Uh, I didn't go with him because he's really good at like leading after Thursday. I'm pretty sure that he withdrew from last week's event with an injury, so that's another con- cause of concern. Um, but it wasn't enough of concern to deter me words because oh! I am going with Sebastian Munoz. Okay. I plan um, on getting a text Thursday evening. He's not from Mexico, words, but he is a Latin America. Yeah, Latin America. He's probably got a big old Colombian black bag of cocaine on him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he does have. A, he's won on tour. He won the Sanderson Farms, and uh, he's a bomber. Uh, Sanderson's a good comp course. He uh, he he hits it far, and uh, you know the the greens are uh, you know one could say he's due. So the other guy in this field or this grouping, I did not go with him. Patrick Reed. Not like Chapultepec, this course. No. It is really long, and for all his struggles, like he has gotten shorter in distance, which is scary. So he, I, I heard that he had an equipment change, and not PXG. only has he lost, he's lost about six yards off of his average, but he is like 206th in uh, driving accuracy. It's like, but PXG gave me $50 million. <laughs> what am I supposed to do there? Dr. Bob Parsons like, God damn it! <laughs> yelling. Ah, why are you yelling? <laughs> we fixed it! We fixed it again, <laughs> God damn it! That's six inches. <laughs> uh, that's it. They need to have a docu series with uh, Bob Parsons, played by Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it again. Fix it again. <laughs> sell, sell. So you didn't, you didn't take. Uh, Where's my Harley? <laughs> ah, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't take Brendan Todd, I guess, huh? No, be Todd. I didn't consider for one second uh, Patrick Reed. Brendan Todd, I think, has a decent yeah. history of of. I think he's played well resort at Mayacoba yes. re- resort courses. So, who knows? I, I would. 
I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sprinkle on him. I, I do think people will, will be on Munoz a little bit. So You'll be on him. Yeah. So I am taking Munoz. So um, words, the next featured group. He's not Mexican, but he has a Hispanic name, Pat Perez. He's playing with Camilo Villegas and your guy, Blackbeard Sahith Thigala. This is a really interesting course for Sahith because, as you said, he is really long and he's not afraid to spray it. But, I mean, he knows how to make a lot of birdies at some really hard golf courses and probably easy ones too. He's uh, definitely one on the Corn Ferry Bunch. Been knocking on the door twice already this year. Um, so Sahith is definitely an intriguing pick I laid off him. Yeah, say it, don't spray it, Sahith. Um, I do think that... Grow uh, the beard back. Yeah, and, and, you know, Pat Perez, he's a journeyman. Resort he, course specialist, though. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, I don't think he's winning. People people in Mexico are probably, like, cheering for him. And they, they other people, like, you know, there was a big deal about all the... I think there's 10 to 14 Mexican players in the field this week, and they made a big deal about, you know, growing the game in Mexico, and people that maybe would never have seen golf before can have an opportunity to see it down in Mexico being played. You know, there's going to be some people that show up to the event, and they're like, oh, go, Pat Perez! And then they realize that he's American. They're like, oh, fuck you, Pat Perez! <laughs> I'm not sure how much that will happen, John, um, but that is a there's no There's no Mexicans theory. named like Pat. <laughs> oh, mama. Um, I laid off, obviously, the whole group. How many, like, tequila distilleries do you think Pat Perez has gone to visit this week? Just like, oh, yeah, let's take me on the tour. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I, a lot, <laughs> a lot. Um, you think he's falling in with the Zetas down there? <laughs> Maybe they, they're like, "Oh, Perez, Perez, <laughs> over here." <is> he? <laughs> he's like, uh, "No, no, Ablo, <laughs> you, uh, you fly this across. For me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You fly private, yes." <laughs> uh, all right, the next feature group words we got. A guy that's lost but is a bomber, Tony Finau. He's playing with Mexico's own and second-rated uh, odds in the tournament, Abraham Anser. And they're playing with the guy who talks shit to Grayson Murray only because he knew he wasn't going to get his ass kicked. Kevin, nah! <laughs> nah! <laughs> uh, yeah, not answer. They just didn't really have kind of the length that I wanted to go with with my three picks. Um, so passed on them. And Abe... I forget. Did he have kind of a little injury thing also where he withdrew from a tournament or did I make that up? Uh, no, he did withdraw because remember I oh, picked him. it was from him. San Antonio. Uh, I picked yeah, Valero. Exactly. I picked him and I think that was just literally to, so he could get more time in Augusta. Oh, you think? Yeah, probably. Okay. But uh, does that mean you didn't take those two? Did you take Tony? Did not take Tony. I think I may just fade Tony the entire year and be a better man for it. Okay. Yeah. No, I trust me. The thought crossed my mind, and his best finish of his last five starts is T29. Yeah, he just doesn't – he needs to get rid of Boyd Summerhays, I guess. Boyd's been sitting, no. spending too much time with press. P. <laughs> P, yeah. <laughs> P, hey, by the way, he was like in the top uh, 10 of the Pac-12 championship. Yeah, so. Sun Devils looked like they were in second place. And the Boomer Sooner, timeout, Big 12 champs. Okay, they so they did back. win. Okay, they good. They came back today. Okay, so yes, I didn't even see that. The trophy comes back. To Norman, good. Hey, just primed and ready for uh, regionals, and then obviously the show. So big show back back at Greyhawk again. So they're going back. Ooh. Yeah, they, they're doing the the championships are going to be there for like the next. I think they they sign like an eight year deal or something. Oh, so, that's lame. I know it is. So um, the next featured group words. This is a good one. We've got Graham McDowell playing with fellow U.S. Open champion 
Gary Woodland, and another Mexican-born player who won at the Houston Open, Carlos Ortiz. Passing on all. Words, I am going back to the well Good. with my man Gary Woodland. Yep. Um, Good pick out, this week. Outside of the TPC at Sawgrass and the Masters, everything else besides that has been great. He missed the cut in both those events. Bombing it here and not having to really roll that rock like he would at a place like Augusta or Sawgrass. I like Gary Woodland's chances. But words, you know I had to get on some Mexican flavor because I'm also going with Carlos, Carlos Ortiz. Ortiz. Uh, he's wow. an ambassador of this resort. Uh, Uh-oh. He's a big-time ambassador of Mexico in general. Has his own tequila just like Abe. He would be able to get his second win, which would be one more than fellow Mexican Abe answer if he won this week. And he finished second at Mayakoba behind Victor Hovland a few months ago. So he's proven that he really likes performing well in front of his hometown fans. So I like Carlos Ortiz a lot this week. Not to mention his brother, Alvaro Ortiz, is the defending champion of the Mexico Open, even though it wasn't on the PGA Tour last year. So how about that? That was too good of a tidbit not to take him. I mean, when yes. you come across that, it's yes. like, okay, well, I have to take him now. Yeah, so I am going with... Going with the sentimental pick, Carlos Ortiz. Yep. Nice. Yep. You know when you brought up, like, Ambassador, though, you know who popped in my head? Which golfer? Uh, Darren Clark. Ricky Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All he is is an o- ambassador. O2 barbecue at the AMX every year. <laughs> was that it? I think it was. It's like... Every every tournament, yeah. Rocket Mortgage yeah. Ambassador Ricky <laughs> oh, Fowler, yeah. O two done. He has to he has to get like a sponsor's. Exemption. No, but I'm sure that the you know being an ambassador for the your your national your country's national open, maybe not too big of a deal. Well, I don't know. That not he, too bad of a time. I don't crunch. think he's necessarily an ambassador of this tournament as much as he is the the course, the resort course that they're playing at. So, cool. which opened I think in 2015. So. I think if anyone knows the course, it's him as much as anybody. I'm sure there's other Mexican golfers in the just, field. But just he and Greg Norman. Yes, he and Greg. He and they Greg. share the same heartbeat. <laughs> Hopefully he stays away from that fucking cuck, Greg. <laughs> um, but yeah. That'd so. be a sad one to see Lee go. Live <laughs> golf. Well, uh, I, for sure. And I, I just think that uh, I always am scared to pick two guys in the same group, but maybe they'll get on that good mojo where they see one of them playing well, and so they both play well. So I'm... Got, got two from that group, Woodland and Ortiz. So um, the final featured group words, we've got Emiliano Grillo. He's playing with Mr. Cameron Tringale, who teamed up with Wyndham Clark last week, so i got to think he's pretty cool. Uh, and the third guy, Russell Knox, the Scotsman. Tringale's been having a great year. Um, he's going to be a good pick. Didn't go with him. Did not go with Russell Knox, even though I think he's going to play really well here also. he can. He's not afraid to go real low if he needs to. And who was the third? You went with Grio from this group, didn't you? No, I did not go with Grio <laughs> either. Uh, I what? Heard he, I heard his talent levels through the roof. Just lacks fishing too much. Really? Yeah, I just think yeah, didn't not into golf. Okay. Huh, well, yeah. He's uh, is, is he Argentina? Okay, there you go. Um, all right, words. So I've got three of all three of my picks. You've got Cam Champ. Who else you got? I'm going with another long hitter from the University of Oregon, Mr. Aaron Weiss, yes. who kind of weirdly pops around coastal courses, and this will be that, or at least close to it. And, um, yeah, he's playing with, like, a, the ugliest putter you've ever seen, broomstick right now, that he got from his uh, his old head coach, Casey Martin. Um, Speaking of broomstick, like Casey Martin's old leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. John. 
Never mind. <laughs> Jade, you're supposed to say, oh, oh, just kidding. Just kidding, man. Yeah. Uh, no, that was one of the guys definitely to, that I considered as well, where it's long hitter, due for another win. It's been what? He burst on the scene and hadn't won in like four years now, and then he had the lead fairly recently in a tournament, a big lead that he let squander. But uh, who knows? Maybe, Get poppy. Maybe this is it. Get poppy. For words, and the last one who was looking real poppy, he got second place at the Valero Championship. He's got two top three finishes this year. The Aussie, who's a great wind player, who's hopefully it'll get a little gusty and he'll rise to the top. The Aussie, Mr. Matt Jones. Yes. Uh, I hate to say it, words. Another guy that I really considered. You know, it's sure just like you a, did. It's like a juggling act. Hey, I, I got the screenshots sure to prove it, Bob. <laughs> Exactly. You got 30 screenshots from 30 I different lineups. I thought about it. I thought about it. See? See? <laughs> I told you, sir. <laughs> so, all right. So, that means Words is going with Cam Champ, Aaron Wise, and Matty Jones. I'm going with Sebastian Munoz, Gary Woodland, and Carlos Ortiz. Ooh, boy. Who do you think is going to be most picked, Rom or Woodland? Um, I think, I mean, I think... Abe answer will be a Abe, sneaky, honest Abe, readily huh? picked guy. I do think Gary will be up there for sure, but I, I wouldn't be surprised that, um, you know, if, if Abe is one of those guys. Daniel Berger, who was a withdrawal earlier in the week, I, obviously I think will some people will not see that he withdrew and pick him. Ooh, um, but tough scene. He withdrew early, so. Uh, I bet Tori is crushed. She can't go to Mexico. What the Way fuck? To I wanted to God. go to Puerto Vallarta. What a dick. Way yeah. to go, Daniel. Ruin her whole week. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel? <laughs> Daniel, get over here. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Did you get another beer? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, man. Well, I guess that's that. You got anything else for us? Of course, words. We didn't get to say it last time, or maybe we did, but... Piper Golf, that's still that's still the, the show in town. Um, they got four different golf balls. They're all good. I play the gold. It's probably the you know for the better players, so I play <laughs> that one. Um, but they've been providing tour quality golf balls at amateur prices. So um, it's not your fucking grandpa's golf course brand. These guys know how to have a good fucking time, and it's a good buddy of mine that owns the company. CEO, founder Michael Godfried. Great story, great brand. Go buy some balls. Piper.golf, H-I-N-69 is the promo code. You'll get 10% off all your orders, and uh, they'll know that Hole and None sent you, so go to Piper.golf and buy some Piper golf balls or some of their other apparel they have on there, but don't forget to enter the promo code H-I-N-69. H-I-N-69, bitch. 69. Um, and, Pass the uh, pipe and follow on on Instagram. Yeah, follow them on Instagram. It's at Piper.Golf. They're also on Twitter. And surprisingly, their biggest following is on TikTok, which I, I haven't checked that out yet because I don't get on TikTok. I'm not a TikToker. Shit. Um, We're young and cool, though. So If if we get enough balls sold on Piper Golf, I'm going to do one thing, and I'm going to tell you that uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start an OnlyFans page. So that's all I got, words. Awesome. All right, man. Good ad read. I think that's about all she wrote. You guys enjoyed the golf this week? Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness.